What's up, you bunch of club-footed chinchillas? It's David. I have returned. Grant will be here post-introduction, so allow me to do that. Um, post-show 71, I believe. A very solid episode. I would say a snappy newsfeed section framed by uh, some really, really good episodes of anime this week. It feels like just about every show that we're covering had like a very strong week. Um, well, there are always exceptions, but... Um, Stay tuned for those. Um, we start off with Last of Us, Episode 7, uh, Vinland Saga, Season 2, Episode 8, My Hero Academia, Season 6, Episode 21, and then we review the much-anticipated Drive My Car feature film standalone. We talk a lot about that, about um, the original writer behind the movie, why we were excited for it. Grant watched it eons ago, and I finally got around to it. Then we break for the news. Revenger Episode 8, Trigun Episode 8, Near Automata Episode 5, and Elfin Lead. Elfin Lied? I don't know what the Elfins do, but um, we talk about that because we both checked out this like slightly older 2004 anime. And then we finish with the Q&A. Thank you so much uh, for your questions on the Instagram. We do that on Mondays in our stories at the Part-Time Otaku Podcast Instagram. So hit us up there. Um, enjoy this episode, and before you do that, I want to tell you about our sponsors, uh, the Ottawa Comic Book Shop on Bank Street. Uh, you can find them at 128 Bank in Ottawa, um, or their Instagram is Comic Book Shop Bank. They spell shop, S-H-O-P-P-E, um, and their website is thecomicbookshop.com, same spelling. They, uh, have a ton of of stuff just in general if you're listening to this podcast you would probably be interested in they've got anime figurines manga they also have like a bunch of legitimate comic book section that is just larger than i'm able to fathom they've got gundam they just check them out tell them we sent you okay support them for supporting us we appreciate their continued sponsorship of the podcast and with that long ramble out of the way grant you can uh you can play the thing Oh, hey there, Grant. Hey, Dave. Hello, Ingrate. Oh, how are we doing? Solid, right? Yeah, Ingrate. It never <laughs> ceases never ceases to amaze me every week. Like, oh, what's he got? What's he got? Yeah. It sometimes it's flattering and sometimes it's not. Um who you know who I like I didn't do this intentionally, but when I say the word ingrate, especially and I say it like that, like I think of one I will say animated character. Ingrate. Not necessarily anime character. Okay. Hello, ingrate. Oh, uh wow. It's so funny. I can picture a face but not the name yeah, tip of the yeah. tongue situation. Hit me with it. What are you thinking of? Uh Stewie. Family oh. guy. Oh yeah, that's not that's not the direction you were going, huh? I never would I never would have oh. thought of that. No, he <laughs> does like a lot of like blast, like mm. damn you vile woman, kind mm. of stuff. Family Family Guy viewer, it's dude, it's weird. Um, we got like Disney Plus, and yeah. it's just something good to have on, right? Like I think one of the paralysis issues you get of like having like every streaming service mm. is like we lost um, just channel surfing, right? Like on cable. And you just don't have stuff in the background anymore. And Family Guy is good, easy to have in the background. You can kind of like drop in at any moment and like 
there's a new scene every three minutes. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, quick, 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 yeah. Um, and it's all like, jokes. yeah, they're all, you know, there's obviously a through line to each episode, but it's like, you know, a lot of quips along the way. And uh, I cannot believe the stuff they get away with. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. There's, there's like clearly a, a big separation between like, oh, it's animated, so it's it's obviously parody and it's okay. Sure. But like half the seventy five percent of the jokes they do on that show would not fly, like on even in a even now live like action. I know you know shows like that like in the heyday, you know in in their heyday like it was just you know swinging for the fences like every second of the episode. But is it still like that to this Dude, day? Dude, like, it really is. That's the shocking. Really? It's it really truly is. Like I, if anything, like you know how a lot of shows have like quote, you know, lost their teeth. By, and like sure. people say like oh they'd make like eighty percent fewer of those jokes like a Family Guy might have dialed it back two percent like it is <laughs> it's the same show dude I cannot believe like and I guess the defense is that it has always been like abhorrent that way sure yeah yeah and they just get away with it it's fucking like nuts. South Park South Park has not changed an inch that's true they haven't moved at all like they're actually I think it's funny because yeah. South Park you know it just I didn't think we'd be talking about this tonight but. South Park, I always found a little, again, like, obviously, like, I don't know much about Family Guy, like I said, you know, I, I have watched, you know, probably a good share of episodes or not that, but not, mm. not, like, seasons, seasons worth, but I have watched a lot of South Park, and even though, like, the, the teeth never change, it's like, the bite has changed in different ways, like, kind of what they go after, and, like, they're, they kind of hit more angles than... You know, because they try and tell, like, an overarching story, whereas the yeah. Family Guy stuff is, like, bit-related. So it's, like, you know, rapid, rapid fire. But, yeah, yeah. it's uh, so funny. You know, it's like, funny. I uh, I always had a hard time with South Park. There was something about their animation style that, like... Yeah. And, I mean, that's probably not a hot take, but, like... No, no, no. I, I couldn't get past it as a kid, like, because they've been on the air so long. Like, people were talking about the whole You Killed Kenny bit, like... Sure. I remember being in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's younger than that. Yeah, so, and I remember trying to watch it and be like, I just can't do this. Anyway, um, how does this, how does this relate to The Last of Us, episode seven? I do not know, but we're going to make the segue anyways. I think the <laughs> crazy part is when Stewie killed both the main characters. Oh my God. <laughs> Where'd that animation come from? Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Last of Us, episode seven, spoiler alert, we're going to, we're going to get into it. We both just watched it, you know, a day or two ago. Um, so, you know, and for everyone's reference, last thing, Grant played the games, I did not. So, Grant, I'm going to guess this is similar to a episode three of the, sh- of the show. Like, is this, like, background that is freshly explored in Dave, the show? Or is this... This is, in fact, this is probably, uh, it's canon, but it's, like, a remix of, oh. of, of the game. The pretty much everything for the most part, for the most part, all the like the key moments between uh, Riley and Ellie yeah. are like straight out of the game, uh, but sequences are moved around. Um, like a couple things, you know, like the the wonders sequence or set piece of the episode going from wonder to wonder. Some of them are like in different order. Oh, okay. Um, and then like kind of, oh, like this shot, like would have actually been like 40 feet over out of the store kind of thing like that kind of thing where oh uh, yeah but... it still takes place where they are but it's not like in that specific store kind of thing um and like they, there actually is quite a quite a few things kind of thrown in 
Um, but like the real meat of the episode is 100% pulled from the game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like you're, you, when you are isolating like, oh, the wonders are in a different order and it's the same shot but 40 feet away, that sounds like it was very close. You know, I thought you were about to say, oh, no, this wasn't in the game. Like, no, I thought, no, no, this is... So it's very faithful. Is that... Very, very yeah? faithful, yeah. To the source material. Okay, that's that's uh, that's interesting because the one thing I obviously put together, and I think you're supposed to because it's obvious, mm-hmm. is uh, when Ellie, uh, see, you know, episode five maybe, tells Joel she had she had killed somebody before. Yep. Or she had hurt... And, you know, we... I think as the audience are meant to think, like, okay, she's been through some stuff, and I, sure. I kind of assumed this was the stuff she had been through. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that was canon. Okay, good to know. Okay, so now that we've sorted that out, what did uh, what did you think of the episode? <clears throat> it was a great episode. Um, you know, I think we were talking. I think it was uh, was it last week or the episode before where you know I was still kind of not apprehensive, but I was like waiting for those. Joel and uh, the Joel and Ellie moments for them to shine within the character and I now see like you know I, I found my lane of what, what they're doing um, but this episode was just proof that like Bella Ramsey acted her fucking ass off in this yeah. episode like you know we had seen you know we had seen stuff so far you know like that you know when uh, when um, when Henry has to shoot Sam you know just that scream that still sticks out to me and you know like Ugh. other little other little stuff Maybe so sad know, just thinking about it. <laughs> watching just the emotion on her face of the scene of, like, you know, a girl smitten. And not even smitten, that's kind of belittling it. But, like, truly, like, you know, she loves someone. And, you know, like, the, kind of like the, you know, the, you know, like the mystery to it and the danger to the situation. And, you know, and they're drinking. It's just, just such control of her face. And, like, I, you could feel everything that she was feeling in, in, in a lot, a lot of the episode. You're was, totally right. It was incre- probably one of my favorite acting, um, probably just one of my favorite like acting episodes ever. I I really really enjoyed it. I I totally agree. I think like I was I was here for it and I really applaud uh, her performance. I but it's funny. The first thing that struck me was like this is expertly just directed and well written. You know what I mean? Like the. This is another Neil Druckmann one too. So yeah, this is like an important. Fuck. This is a very important scene to, or uh, kind of, very important arc to the game, and you know, and similar to episode two, which he did, which I find was like the most video gamey. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways, they kind of it was it's similar to that way. Like what he brings to the table as the director for for these key episodes is just you know it's it's uh, it's very very cool. It's so, impressive. Sorry, no, no, it's impressive what they're doing. Um, I, no, I was just gonna say like I I love the. I just love the decision making in the mm-hmm. show. You know what I mean? Like, clearly they're not trying to make a, you know, it can't. It doesn't have to be one to one, right? Like they've they've changed yeah. little things, but the things that they change tend to make sense. I mean, you know, as as I'm hearing it on the on the podcast, and like mm-hmm. the decision to make a wholly original episode in episode three. Yep. You know what I mean? And then, and every video game player simultaneously agrees that yes, it's completely different, and two, it's amazing. They all mm-hmm. like it, it's like unanimously loved. It's crazy, and then they, this. I don't think they could have done that twice. After no, no, I agree. This, I I am glad we did not get another episode three. Like for what it was, I loved it, but I think that has its place where it is. No, yeah, what I'm saying is like they shot their shot. Like I think they yeah. knew this is like the pocket with episode three, and with this one, my point was like, I think that it shows really great patience to write a show like or uh, an episode like this, where it's literally just like, okay, this episode we are. We, being the main character and the audience, are going to develop a crush. 
mm-hmm. like watch it go through all of its amazing angsty teenager steps. Like I don't know, it it, it was just really expertly done. You know what I mean? I feel, like you said, we felt everything Ellie did this episode. Like the trying to think about your future, but also being uncertain, but also living in a post-apocalyptic world, but also you like this person, but you're angry at them because they're always fucking about. You know what I mean? Like. They made a complex thing feel very relatable. Yeah, and the thing I really like too, and like not, you know, not not to like knock this version of Ellie up to this point. Like she very much has her her awareness of her surroundings, and she is, you know, she's smart. But I think this episode they really showed how just how kind of like keyed in she is at almost mm. all times. You know, like she has her moments where she slips. Obviously, you know, Joel's not immune to that either. But like, you know, like assessing like you know here and all like the the firefly drivel you know out of riley which you know it's the back and forth between the fetcher and fireflies who is good who's not mm-hmm. you know like i like i think they do a pretty good job of that in in the the show but like i think the games kind of really set home that like they're like one kind of is like a terrorist organization like at one time they they like they are really trying to achieve something good but like the tactics they're taking which you know and it's i'm not going to talk like i know like the world but like you see a lot of that stuff in real life too Mm -hmm. and the fedra stuff also isn't like super realistic but anyway so it just really shows how smart she is and you know they really just show like why she has the attachments that she does make are so important you know, because she has had moments like this, and she has been burned in, in so many instances. So, it's uh, head it's, on her shoulders, big time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just like you get kids that are just savvy sometimes. Well, kids born, and that's the thing too. You would hope kids born in a situation like this, like they have to, yeah. they have to adapt, right? And I think she's, you know, like the the apex predator in that situation. You know, she's yeah, yeah. Um, okay, two notes from me. Um, Good music this episode, in particular, Take On Me. Mm-hmm. Like, just when that needle drop happens, love that. And the lighting. You know when they, like, I, it's a magical moment. Um, I'm sure I'll take a picture of it for the pod, pod, podcast Instagram at Part Time Otaku Podcast. You may follow us. Um, but the moment when uh, Riley turns on the lights, when they mm-hmm. arrive in the mall, I was like, oh my god, that's such a good shot. <laughs> it was so good. I love the one, like, when she sees the arcade. Is yeah like the the purple hues and kind of yeah the use Them, of neon lighting is was yeah. so well done yeah it's you know i miss i miss arcades you know we we grew up definitely in like kind of like the tail end of that era we did um, but you know like we still have some attachment to it it's just you know for i think for most people you know people that aren't used to that it's, it's such like a magical thing and then for everyone else just like the nostalgia overload and you can kind of yeah. feel it kind of like in a way, you can feel Ellie feeling both sides of it. You know, it's it's uh, the new and the old of, of it all. But it was really, really fun. Yeah. Now, we have to end this on a negative note because it is sure. a negative show. Or it is heartbreaking, I should say. Yeah. So let's ask the heartbreaking questions. Do you think she had to kill Riley? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You think the show leaves it ambiguous? Or they think, or you think they well, show us? Because you, you need to remember, this is where Ellie finds out she's immune. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she's like, yeah. So that's ass- what I'm saying. Yeah, the assumption is like they decided to ride or die it, and you know, like they wrote it out, and one turned and one didn't, and it had to go <sighs> one way, right? I, that's the thing too. Like thinking back, because so this whole story was a DLC, DLC piece for the first game, 
Oh, really? This wasn't in the original. It wasn't in the original game. In like the the current like the Last of Us Part One, um, like remaster remix situation thing they did. It's it's embedded in the story now. But before, like you know, people bought it after the fact. So I've only ever played this section the one time. Um, whereas I played, you know, the, uh, you know, like the full game multiple times, but, um, feels so pretty th- integral to our character. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like when it came out, it was kind of like, Oh, it was like a light bulb went off. Right. Too. Oh, yeah. It was just kind of like, Oh, like, you know, there's just, and it was one of those things that, you know, no one really expected like what they were going to do. And it just kind of floored everyone. Right. Like it was such a big deal when, when yeah. this DLC came out, one of the like truly last great DLCs, um, in, in, for me, I was never like. I, I, that's a conversation for another day, but huh. uh, uh, but uh, no, this was this was a great one. So I, I honestly can't remember if they showed that um, or if they left it ambiguous as well. That's kind of like the one thing where I feel like, oh yeah, like I actually don't remember uh, kind of how this plays God. out. But I think in the show, leaving it ambiguous, you know, kind of if you're following along and we know the details of like this is where she finds out she gets infected or she's immune and whatnot. Yeah, you know, I think everyone can kind of put it together. So God damn, dude. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Fantastic episode. Fantastic. So good. Um, you know what, man? I was saying this to, you, this to you off mic. Like, a lot of the shows are about to talk about, I feel like they had some of their best episodes in weeks. Yeah. Um, I agree. This is an incredibly strong week. Um, Vinland Saga. S- uh, S2E8. Yes. Spoiler warning. So, like, this this is kind of been what it feels like we've been waiting for mm-hmm. not like impatiently because i think it's fair to say we've been having a pretty good time in farmville 100 percent. but the slow burn had to catch at some point yeah you know? it had to the fire had to spread at some point yeah so and it did it. yeah um it's up there so far with my favorite episodes of this season and now there's oh, only eight but it's pretty fucking high it's just it's the continuing saga and it really makes me think of you know, it, we have so much to watch, and it would be impossible right now to go back and rewatch season one. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of like glued into like everything they're saying. You know, like the yeah. conversations feel very real and very genuine. And you know, like there's, they do just enough time, like you know, like we don't get like an exact time skip date, but like there's enough time between episodes where we know there is some genuine. I guess like the the fields are a good giveaway of like what's growing. You know how much time has passed. Yeah. In the growing the growing of the farm and also the friendship between Einar and Thorfinn. And I, again, the point is like I'm like did they talk like this in the first season? Like were they saying things, you know, because there's so many lessons in this show whether yeah. it was from whether it was from Thor's or Askeladd or I'm blanking on the um right uh, or um the sailor the the the, the guy the guy that was looking for Thorfinn at the beginning of the season, he was like a friend of Thor's. Oh yeah, yeah, I forget. You know, like he was kind of like a you know a mentor in a lot of ways, and Thorkell to a certain extent. But oh, Thorkell for sure. You know, like a lot of lessons and the and priest back- that helps Canute. Oh, true. What? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? The the biggest standout is that scene where the priest is talking about religion or, or yeah. Christianity, and <laughs> yeah. all the people around the wagon that are just walking. They're not a part of the conversation, but they're listening. Yeah. And you can see them kind of like put it together, and then there's conversations later, too. So, I don't know. The, the show is just incredibly well-written. It is. And, God, like, Einer, man. Like, give the man, like, a someone give him a hug. Because he is really yeah. doing his darndest to help Thorfinn when he has no, you know, it's it's, it's incredible. I, for what it's worth, like, to answer your question, and, my like, with my opinion, is I do think the dialogue is better. 
like the it's more poignant a lot sure it's more short and sweet like that that monologue you mentioned about the priest and canute is like fantastic but it is Mm. a little long and it is a little wordy and sometimes in translations too like yeah it doesn't always come through 100 percent. but like i actually it's so funny you mentioned that because i have a couple of the lines written down because i was like this is so good <laughs> like it just to hear thorfinn finally talk about Askeladd to someone yeah. and and the way he describes him as he was a strong and cruel man mm. is like you know what i mean like thorfinn never spoke about his feelings in season one all but you knew that he was a wreck internally yeah. just like a seething bubble of rage you know what i he mean he had no mental cognition to even speak about feelings you know yeah it just like it was it was all primal yeah exactly he's just a force and uh he's clearly been dealing with that this season and he has you know one of my other favorite lines with uh that he says to i think einer he's talking about how Ascalad is dead right mm-hmm. and he didn't get to he wasn't the one to do it and he just says, "Without my, without my hate, I'm empty inside." Like, because mm. he seems to understand that about himself, right? He's so he is somewhat self-aware. Like, he doesn't understand his own existence because the one thing he had is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is like is so awesome because it, I think it speaks a lot to the connection between him and Askeladd. Yeah. Ugh, what a beautifully complex relationship, and so oh dark. My God. I love I love the little subtle shots. I think it was just the one. But I, I do believe there was one previously, of, in, in, but in this episode, like just ask Lad in the tree line. You know, after like he's assessing everything, and I think it's oh the up. hallucination, yeah, yeah, and it's just like it's so like of course you know like he's haunting him in a weird way, but you know they're really trying to hit home this this whole thing of dreams and trying to remember and like you know dreams oh, yeah. are important and try and hold on to like he keeps what, thinking what you, you forget it, you forgot something, right? And, you know, I think Askeladd is, is key to that. And, you know, what exactly what memory is, is, you know, subconsciously he's trying to hold on to. We don't exactly know yet, which it, it might be obvious, I think, yeah. maybe. But it could also not be. You know, it could be, you know, you think it's one thing, it's the inversion of that. Again, who yeah. knows? Do you think but, it's a legit memory or do you think it's like a feeling or like a truth he's hiding from himself or something? It could be that, and you know, like again, like Askeladd was just like a bucket of wit- fucked up wisdom. You know, yeah. like he was all continuously, you know, giving, you know, whether it was, you know, kind of like came off as just fluff or you know unimportant, but truly, like he, he was trying to speak to him in in, in some was. ways, and he was obviously like you know like kill me. He's like by all means, like do it, you know, and like he was. You know, he, the way he egged him on and the train and, the, you know, the kind of, uh, it's so funny. I was thinking back, you know, talking about another podcast, but uh, the Rewatchables did uh, Whiplash. Oh, yeah. And I, it's so funny, like, them talking about the relationship between Miles Tellers and J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons' character. I was like, mm-hmm. it's so weird. Like, it's not quite like, you know, Vinland Saga, but the way Askeladd egged him on and, like, there was always, like, that arm distance between the two of them. Like, he allowed him to get close yeah, you know, and like just the the beratement and the training and like the you know the soft hand and the hard yeah, it was just I don't know. It's, no, that's 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 like yeah. a good observation. I think there's a lot of a lot of similarities there between these characters. I think holds a lot of power over his life, right? You he know? does, and I think Thorfinn doesn't realize that. I think he loved Askeladd in a way, and yeah. that he became like a like a father figure because that's so fucked up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's I feel like this whole journey of self discovery is. It's not going to end there, but he's going to have to figure that out. You know what I mean? He's going to have to figure out why he's so fucking angry. And it's or, it's just, it's so fascinating to hear Einar, like, kind of, you know, he 
he listens to what Thorfinn has to say. Yeah. He's not like butting in. He's not like trying to like, oh, you know, it's whatever, like what's the task at hand or whatever. You know, like he'll do like quick little reminders like, hey, like, you know, can you pass me that or whatever? But he like tries to be a part of it and he tries to, you know, help his friend. I, it, the back and forth between these two is just absolute gold. Like truly, truly, truly good stuff. You know, and like I love the line of, yeah, but you know, like, like he's dead, right? So like, why can I hate it? Dead? Yeah. <laughs> and Thorfinn's kind of like, yeah, no, like you're right. And like to, to see Thorfinn like acknowledge, you know, that from Einar, I, I thought that was He's thinking too. more. Yeah. Yeah. He is thinking. And he's then processing. also too, the old man on the farm and, you know, eavesdropping, like he clearly, you know, what a, such a good character too. The line, like, the line is, if you're empty, you can fit more inside of you. Yeah. And that's what the old easier. man says when he teaches it's them to fish. To fill, fill your heart, yeah. Yeah. How good yeah. is that? Oh, and they awesome. teaches them to fish. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's so wholesome. Let's try to teach them everything. Oh, they're going to kill the old man, aren't they? I have a feeling now. I just said it's so wholesome. I'm like, oh, they're going to hurt me with this. I do have a feel, and not like, you know, because the show, I think, is can be so unpredictable, and I think you'd be silly to try and pin it down. I think I think you have more credence to, like, try and nail down, like, AOT, like, what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> not so much with, like, uh, with a show like this, but I, I could see them, they're really teeing up how surrounded they are by hate, you know, and, like, their situation is kind of dire. Like, if, if a couple things change, like, they would be incredibly screwed over. Mm-hmm. Um... I have a feeling the direction might be the old man dies of, you know, whether it's old age or what have you. Gout. and Probably gout. There's sure there's a lot mm-hmm. of gout back then. Um, and then I could see Iron Fist Kettle getting pushed out in some way by the sun. You know, like whether Ooh. war comes to the country, you know, the it's it's taken as a fort of some kind and the, that kind of bloodlusty... That's the, true. The sun. You know, I do... They've, inc- they've added some very key players... Um, to the recent episodes which seems like oh this is kind of random or whatever and it's just kind of simple introductions but I, I do think you know obviously like the bigger narrative I think it's all going to come together sooner than later um, I don't know actually how much more time we have left in, in this arc yeah honest. you raise you, you raise some really good points because all these characters Snake Iron Fist Kettle the brother who just came back from like they yeah. must be here for a reason. Now we seemingly like really stuck our fingers in it here because we he, they they're in a fight with the retainers, and they might even lose that fight. So like, what's going to happen to them? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see what happens. Um, all right. Anyway, um, good episode. Ah, oh, incredible episode. Up this there. is <laughs> well up there for sure, but. You know, it's it's so funny. This was the episode where you're like you're just locked in enough where everything around you is kind of like non-existent, and you get that end credit, like the cut to like that shot of the farm, and the music is kind of like fading in, and you're just like, oh no, no. I know. <laughs> you know like, I want one. I just want one more. You know, and I'm know. sure to be, and then I want another one. But man, this show just uh, the the hunger for this show is, is like nothing I'm watching this season. Great. So. Um. Okay, My Hero Academia had a good week as well. This is, uh, what, season six, episode 21. Yeah. You know what, you know what I forgot was quite good? What's that? Uh, the voice actor for Overhaul, Chisaki. Yeah. Yeah, it's our guy, Kenjiro. Is it? Yeah. (laughs) Why am I so dumb, dude? Like, obviously it's Kenjiro. (laughs) I was like, wow, he reminds me of a voice actor I like, and I didn't realize it was that voice actor. (laughs) 
it's it's you know the thing is like when overhaul was around he had that mask and it was like very like kind of like bane like it was very like kind of over the top kind of campy yeah to a certain extent and now he's kind of like reserved and you know kind of talking just just breathing some normal oxygen oh my mask. Uh, yeah he's yeah. got he's such a good voice yeah. um is it fair to say that like uh well it's been such an action-packed episode so this is like a hard question but sure. like the animation quality in this one like there are some specific frames i'm thinking of dude man, are, your smash there? <laughs> yeah, are pretty unbelievable like this is about as hard as the show has gone in in this and like that style in a while is that fair yeah, fittingly enough, I think the last time they did that, it reminded me of the overhaul fight with Aaron. Yeah. And, like, it almost, like, transcended the animation style a little bit. It went, like, almost, like, very bright, and it was just, like, different, you know? Yeah, and that overhaul fight looks like a movie. He's in the episode, too, so I yeah. thought that was very fitting. But, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, it's, um... How cool is Fa Jin? I still, I did, like, in the moment, like, the episode was going, like, breakneck speed, uh-huh. um, for obvious reasons, but it was, like, yeah. a lot of, like, on the fly, like, putting things together, and the explanation, of, like, the first time was, like, you know what, we'll figure it out in the wash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I am not gonna try and nail this down on the so, first try, but uh, it is sick, very yeah, sick. Well, yeah, for, for you or the listener, if you're not sure what Fajin is, it's basically the stasis rune from mm. zelda breath of the wild true so it's yeah. just built up energy so if he pumps his legs like 20 times with a lot of force then that energy is is all stored that's why he got two shots at it in midair because each leg had yeah all that sword gen- that was great i was like what a weird and really creative quirk i think yeah. i used to say that we probably both did like back in season one and two when you're like, Geez. like a millennia ago <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, wow, what a bunch of weird quirks. You forget how creative they can get. Like, some are truly dumb, but, like, some are so creative and neat. Well, I think I think it was, you know, probably one of the highlights of season five was, like, the, again, this the arc itself was not uh, great, but... Class we get, battle? We got to meet, the class battle. We got to meet the other, you know, class 1B. And, you know, we get all these new quirks. You know, every episode was something new. Some of them were great. Some of them, you know, were, were, the, were what they were, but... Uh, I just love, like, the little comedy they can throw into My Hero. Like, when they... F- I find it so funny. They started on a laugh with the Fajin quirk. You know, he starts pumping his legs. And the the user... Uh, I don't Again, I don't know his name. But he yeah. kind of, like, you know, appears in, in Deku's mind or whatever. And he's like, hey, like, I know what you're doing. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> and, just, and I was like, we don't know what he's doing. Like, but, like, this guy does. I don't know. It was, it was kind of like... You know, you're outside of outside of the inside joke and all that. It was, yeah. it was, pre- it was pretty funny. But, the, uh, the new dynamic with the previous holders, like, being, like, uh, angels or devils on his shoulder, that yeah. whole, is, like, a very refreshing mechanic that the show has introduced. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, yeah. and him being like, oh, fifth is warning me I gotta do this, or I gotta use fourth to do that. Like, it makes it feel like the first, or the main character in a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. It's like it's- a big buff. And this is, you know, again, I'm not breaking any ground here, but an episode like this really reminds you of the the detriment that a massive cast can cause. You know, yeah. we had one, we had the main character, we had some, you know, like, obviously other, like, very key important characters kind of in, in and around the, the situation, but there was no clutter, there was no cuts to what this person's assessment of the situation is, you know, it was just, it, it was clean and it was, you know, it was just a very well 
trackable episode, even though as fast as it was, it was incredibly trackable. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's like you said, they just have these moments where they kind of just blow a few things out of the water, and you're kind of like, damn, like you know, my hero. They know how to show up. They have done this before plenty of times, but sometimes you need the reminder, right? Yeah, man. But uh, it's killer. Also, that scene with All Might too. And they're like, no, oh my dude, god, yeah. Dude doesn't have his powers or whatever, and he was like taking the steps to him. And I remember, I just looked to the end. I was like, oh. I, f- I fucking miss All Might. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's so no good. I- you have no idea how much I miss him. Like, such an incredible character, and he's been sidelined as like this mope in the background for far too. I, I get it, he's lost his powers. He, you know, he feels, but you know, but it just shows like the power. You know, the powers comes from the inside, right? And like the, that's kind of been the show's message for so long. And to see him use that. You know what this very cool. this was? It was like his Nick Fury moment in 100%. Captain and the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, 100%. I never even thought of that. That's, I, yeah. Just while you were saying that, it, it struck me. But yeah, he's like, nah, I may not have superpowers, but I'm about to fuck you up. Yeah, I'm still all my bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like, a... Skinny. So good. That was a great scene. You make a good point. Yeah. If there, if there was one thing, you know, and I... <laughs> you know, if there's like half glass empty... I do think the messaging they tried to hit home in this episode definitely was not like a, a one-off thing. They probably should have spaced it out a little bit more of, you know, the true, like the inner workings of the uh, the committee. You know, like like the shady shit that Hawks was up to. Right? Oh, like clearly, yeah. Like dropping people. and But like, I knew he was like in their, you know, kind of like their thing, but... I, they never alluded that he was also doing this kind of stuff. Right, right. Too. Like, he, you know, we saw him kill twice, but we didn't know, like, assuming he's killed other people. Yeah. Um, or, or whatnot. So it just feels like, a, hey, this is how it is. We're never going to come back to this because, like, we're going to, like, the main plot. Unless, like, that is, like, the main thing down the road of, like, you know, they are trying to take back hero society and trying to weed all this stuff out. And I don't know. It's It just, it seemed... Thrown in? <sighs> thrown in you know like, the, yeah. like i feel like that should have been tackled because they are really trying to hit home that like the hero society was incredibly flawed right yeah and before everything came down it was kind of broken you know i don't know yeah so it's it was interesting also like she should have died on the spot with uh one for all or all for one strap there like that is absolute Agreed. plot armor which drove me insane uh watching that but she uh, better die like shortly thereafter that'll be silly if no, she survives dude. and like no, comes to their side that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's like the whole point of his like insurance is that it kill. Like you know what I mean? He's the ultimate bad guy. If he can't kill anybody, then there are no stakes. That was like the ultimate like half measure from a supervillain. You know, it was just I don't know. It, or, yeah, I feel like this Lady Nagant character is just going to become like a cut to hospital bed. You know, and a little bit of you know teeing up a little bit of plot or whatnot and like we're never going to see her in action again it's going to be like how airy was used for like two or three seasons oh that's irritating wow i'm annoyed that that sounds so realistic that that might happen (laughs) yeah Um, they've done it before right it's yeah okay well while we're giving nitpicks i will say and this didn't upset me but like i lost count how many times it happened like the amount of you know, like that animeism of the mid conversation, mid fight conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's winning because he's doing exit. It's like you you're explaining what's happening for forty five straight seconds before <laughs> the fight proceeds. This fight, this episode might have set like a record. Like they, I think they talked about the fight in the fight more than the fight. Like I was like, holy shit, this is. Cr-. 
Goku charging the spirit bomb level ridiculous. Oh, the, yeah, if I shoot from here, he goes from there, and my trajectory on this and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he's, he's dodging. Oh, he's so faster than the... the tendons, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's dodging faster than the... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Like, some of that stuff is so goofy, man. <laughs> but I had a good time in the episode. Like, no, I, I was... Act, like, yeah. I was, had a blast. It's just... It was a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, all right. Okay, let's end this first half of the show on something very, very strong, Grant. Yeah, dude. I finally watched Drive My Car. What is this? 2022's... Last year's. Um, was it last year's best international film? It, no, it was in the Best Picture race. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, That's yes. I watched it. That was the thing. It was like the first uh, Japanese film to be nominated. I don't know. To be nominated for Best Picture and not Best International, maybe that's what it was. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't remember that detail. It made some kind of Oscar history. Um, it's a big deal, and I recommended it to Grant because it was a movie that came out that has been adapted from a story that my favorite author Haruki Murakami uh, had written. Mm. And Grant saw it first, and I was like, you know, it's three hours and subbed, and you have to be in a very specific mood. To watch that kind of thing. Yeah, it was one. Of, I remember when throwing it on. I was like, "All right, all right, chef. Like, you know, this is like, <laughs> this is like, if we're gonna watch this, we're watching it. You know, the Oscars are tonight. Yeah, you don't know? like, you don't throw it on and and cook. You know what yeah, I mean? That was first thing in the morning. That was an eight a.m. start. <sighs> you know, drinking our coffee. No, it was beautiful. You know, we had lots of you know nice light coming in. You know, it was a beautiful day watching a fucked up beautiful movie it was uh yeah was yeah so great. maybe i will just like i'll just get to it this is like a nine out of ten for me like, <laughs> absolutely um i you know what i mean like i wish i could i had like my great artsy take on like what it did and how it made me feel but i don't i think the best i can really say is like it like it felt like watching one of the books i read yeah um they really captured his writing they really really captured his way of storytelling i thought it was beautifully shot acted amazing lack of soundtrack mm. one of the quietest films i've watched i uh, i love the multilingual stuff yeah, i loved yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like i loved i just loved how they approached the whole thing dude the whole damn every every cast member i thought was fantastic the guy or the actress that plays the wife great Mm-hmm. The protagonist, the husband, fantastic. Like I don't know, I have no notes. I, I thought maybe they could have shaved I want off. That car. I genuinely want. Oh that my car. god, what a car, dude! <laughs> so sick. I'm not I, even a car guy, but I like that car. Yeah, I uh, I thought they could have shaved off maybe ten minutes uh, towards the end, but but that's about sure. it. Yeah. But like, that's really my only thing. It is a. It's one of those ones. So. I've done. I made a huge mistake, and I've recently discovered like the uh, the Criterion Collection Blu-rays and 4K Blu-rays and all that. Yeah, yeah. And Drive My Car got one, and uh, I I very much want to like dive into all the bonus features for this movie and the interviews and and like the making of and you know it's 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 it, it's so funny because in a way it's not like a, a movie about making because it's a play right like they're doing yeah. it's like a, a stage production but like some of those scenes of them rehearsing in, you know in like they had that table set or the the way yeah. they kind of made like that u-shaped table or whatever the table reads yeah the table reads that were just like so cool and i'm like i just I, and weirdly that's like the thing i think about a lot of like once i don't like found about these blu-rays or whatever but like i would love to see like 
you know, because that's something like people do in making movies, right? Like, how like natural was it for them to shoot a scene like that? Because like they really nailed down like the awkwardness of people getting to know each other yeah. and getting, like trying to get the character down. I don't know, man. It, it was a really, really cool. I had never, I've watched stuff like this before, right? But there's just something about this that felt so new to me. And maybe it's because it's based off of a, like a writer that I've never ever touched mm-hmm. before, which I'm going to. Uh, I have a I have a few of them uh, queued up. There's a there's a sale not too long ago. I remember just buying a bunch of his books. Oh, nice. But uh, yeah, let me know if you yeah. want recommendations on the first one. Yeah, no, we'll do. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm so glad you watched it. It's uh, I watched it. And I remember messaging you like probably an hour into the movie, like Dave, you got to watch this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I'd, incredible. You don't really miss when like you know like when it's my thing, and this yeah. is like just extremely my shit. You know what I mean? Hundred um, percent. Directed by I think Ryusuke Hamaguchi. Hopefully I got that right. Um, he did the screenplay as well that he adapted from uh, Murakami, so writer-director. Um, but I'm going to look him up and see what else he's done because the, the direction is one of the things. Right? It's just like the choices. Yep. Um, that, like, there's something different about how it hits you, like narration over no soundtrack ever. Mm. Um, like One thing that stuck out was like, they kept all the natural sound. Like, mm. you know that sound of a car driving down a highway with no one no one else on the highway? And then how that sound changes when you enter a tunnel? Yep. Like, they kept all that and talked over it. And then sometimes you couldn't tell if he was practicing his lines or if he was mm-hmm. inner monologuing. And it all sort of, like, blends together. Is he practicing his lines? Is, he, is what he's saying real? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I thought, I don't know, dude. I just thought it, it was beautiful. Um, best movie I've watched in, in a genuinely long time. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. What a great way to make up for uh, 2007's sh- uh, Sunshine. <laughs> which I watched last week. But you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I'm so glad you checked it out, man. I knew, I knew you would yeah. love it. If you're a fan of that kind of stuff, check out Drive My Car. Okay. News? Shall we talk news? Let's do it. Um, I heard that mm. all diehard Lord of the Rings movie or fans... Are just, is it true, Grant, that collectively all of them want a new trilogy? I don't know, man. <laughs> this is a, I'm seems kidding. like a dead horse situation to me. Uh, the new Lord of the Rings movie is on the way. Warner Brothers has reached a deal with Embracer Group AB, which recently bought the rights to uh, Lord of the Rings movies and games. That's the news. Yeah, we briefly talked about that a couple weeks ago when like that announcement was made when Embracer kind of like bought out all those rights, and this was yeah. a quick turnover to get back to Warner. Or Warner Brothers did do the. Uh, I can't remember. New Line, I think New Line. Yeah, it was New Line. Movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, but uh, anyways, I I don't know about this, Dave. I think this is uh, this is going to be some Star Wars sequels, and like and Peter Jackson's apparently involved as well. Mm. and you know like you trust him but then you don't because like he did direct a perfect trilogy but then he but then he also did the hobbit movies yeah (laughs) like if anyone like here's the thing right is like you are nervous about these original creators not original creators the you know original original filmmakers when they come back and put their hand back in the cookie jar and they can't just leave it alone Mm-hmm. And it's like Lucas George Lucas didn't really do that. I mean, he made some controversial prequels, choices, yeah. But he, then he sold it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it just, it just seems like these things can't ever be left alone. 
it's yeah. tough. The cookie jar was sold, and now there's like you know double the hands trying to get into it. So it's yeah. And George Lucas also, to be fair, like this is actually similar uh, to our next piece of news, uh, and like J.K. Rowling is like he also greenlit like everything anyone who wanted to make Star Wars IP related stuff, mm. and for him to get a fee on it, like he just greenlit everything. Um, I think that's a fair criticism, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. And now, you know, with Hogwarts Legacy in the news and just, like, how big the Hogwarts franchise is in general, it's it's very, very similar. Yeah, and you just, absolutely. you don't want to see Lord of the Rings go that way, man. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, like, you know, the flip side of it is, like, you do get something like Hogwarts Legacy where, like, you know, yeah. it distances itself enough from the people and it just takes what was amazing about everything and get a very talented a very talented team uh to, you know to, to make something with it so it's you know it's not you know and like you know you can go back to the star wars stuff like you get the boba fett stuff but then you also get the mandalorian you get people that really care some yeah. of the hands that get their hands on it really care you know yeah and that's who, a great point it's like you open yourself not... up to quality like it's it's yeah. a double let double blade help me grant double-edged sword yes yeah. um because yeah you get you get a lot, like, you're just, it's just a lot of risk, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of risk. It's like, if you're going to get something good, then you may have to take it with the bad. Problem is, things are getting bigger and bigger, right? Things are yeah. not getting smaller. It's, you know, the second a purchase like this is made, they aren't making, they aren't breaking up little pieces and making things out of that. They're taking yeah. huge chunks and, and, you know, so, you know, you know, high risk, what is it? High risk, high reward there? So yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, we alluded to it. Speaking of high-risk, high-reward, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, in its first two weeks, mm. has sold more than 12 million copies, generating over $850 million in revenue. That's a pretty big uh, figure, right, Grant? Like, I'm not huge on video games, but I know that not all of them approach a billion dollars in sales. No, well, no, 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 no. Like, the... <laughs> like. You know, one of those things, like, this was a very expensive... I don't have the exact number, but I know this was not a cheap game to make. Um, yeah. You know, like, it for sure made its budget. Um, yeah. But, you know, the marketing was huge on this, and there was, like, massive delays. Like, more money was, you know, to get this product out. Like, it was it was a pretty big journey. Like, everyone's had their eyes on it. And kind of, like, such a rocky journey, too. Like, I remember the first leak of this thing, like, three years ago. In 2018, people, I'm just looking yeah, at it. They had their first people leak. People were convinced. It was like, oh, that's playable. That's, like, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, based off, like, that footage. And just, like, the copium that people have. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty well, funny. Well, to your point, a budget yeah. of $150 million. No. That is... Yeah. That's a lot for a video game. That's, like... That's a feature yeah. film, dude. Yeah, they're getting bigger and bigger. They make, wow. Like, the industry makes more than just about, you know, any other... Like, I think literally makes more than any other, like, media-based, you know, industry. Wow. So it's... But, uh, um... But, no, this is a, a very, very big game. Yeah, This apparently. is like, you know, when, when a Rockstar game comes out. Like, a Grand Theft Auto or, like, a Red Dead Redemption or... You know, yeah, it's like weird. It's, you know, I know the Hogwarts Legacy is a big controversial thing, but it's it's just so interesting to see... Like, I just, man, I don't know, to be 19 or 18 and have this come out. Like, this is what everybody wanted. And, you know, in a way, you got to be happy for the fandom. You know, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, I, you know, I know you're not really, like, it's, these things are touchy, but it's like, I'm just happy that people have what they wanted. I don't know. It's. Well, you know, like, and there's, like, the controversy stuff aside, and again, like, it's, you know, it's awful, but a lot of people are really hard on this game. Like, games are so hard to make. Yeah. And, you know, the to pull off a game of this scale, and, again, 
the scale is quite high. You know, like the they're they really something like this that stretches out so wide to cover so many pieces of the you know the the lore and and you know the fandom and like kind of you know the subtle fans are like it's you know it's it's very and kudos to avalanche studios and the countless like support teams that i'm sure you know aided this but uh yeah this is gonna secure because it's a that was like a big thing like all the warner Bros. warner brothers uh stuff going on like they were there was rumors they were gonna ditch like majority of their stu- like gaming studios like they wanted out oh really yeah, and like it was kind of like him and Han, like what you know what was going to happen with NetherRealm, who makes the Mortal Kombat games, and you know there was like th- you know this was a big one, and this just secured like probably like ten more years of like yeah no projects. shit yeah it's it's so again people have their feelings and people by all means like they should feel how they feel but this has done so much for the industry in future projects and no livelihoods and, and yeah all that. this this game is a big deal for for everyone genuinely i think no doubt um so yeah big numbers out of them now speaking of big numbers grant are you caught up on succession yeah i did yeah okay so uh fourth season's coming i didn't know this it's gonna be their last season yeah well yeah they were i think when season two came out they said there would be two more and that was it oh shit okay so you knew yeah. that all right yeah well as you know i like the finite I would rather them end it sooner rather than later. Was it just me or is my memory messed up? Was season three like just a decimal weaker than season two and one? Um, Or was it, do you remember being like super high on it? I remember being very high on it. Um, God, I can't, I'm going to have to watch a recap. I can't remember a damn thing. I definitely felt more on, because I missed, I caught season one like when the second last episode came out. Um, so I did like a binge of like, you know, a majority of season one and I want, you know, so I really like season two, but I genuinely felt on the edge of my seat for a lot of season three. Like, okay. I'm going to have to go back. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like what's happening? Like his anxiety attack in the bathtub in the first episode of season three, like trying to pump himself up to go out to like the room full of people. Um, uh, what's his name there? Um, Kendall? Jeremy Strong's. Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, yeah. When, he, when he's like pumping himself up and freaking out in the bathroom, I was just like, that's so, I'm so uncomfortable watching him have his panic attack. Yeah, it was, God, uh, what a cast. I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah. Um, ooh, I'm excited for that one to come back. Freaking, that's coming back. Mandalorian, my dude. Oh my God, mm-hmm. we're going to be so busy. That's what, tomorrow? I think so, yeah. So we, we've got a lot of stuff oh to cover in the next week or so, but, uh, just stay tuned. Keep an eye on the social media. Follow us at uh, Part Time Otaku Podcast because we'll talk. We'll post what we're going to talk about. Because some episodes may be full ones. We might do like dedicated reviews for others. So just stay tuned. Watch the Instagram. Um, let's talk about Revenger Grant. Yeah, dude. So can you guide me through what happened in this episode? I I barely. I remember the twist at the end. Sure. And then not much more than that. Well, the fun thing, because I feel like there was a twist in the beginning, or like kind of like the unraveling of a twist. Uh-huh. Um, Which was? Well, so like the the group, the Revengers, I guess, you know, the, I, I guess that's, yeah, that's exactly yeah, yeah. what they're called. They kind of like, they get an order to go kill, you know, like they're, they're given like a task. Yeah. And they're given an unbit coin, and they're kind of like, uh, like, you know. Like what? What's that about? You know, wow. so like you know what I just realized. What you could call them Bitcoin. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Derailed. Um, Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> so there's the whole thing with the Bitcoin. You can tell everyone's kind of like you know like what's going on, and 
like there's that meeting where like they're trying to justify like well it's not it's not bit and like it's weird for the church to like do that and say like yeah like don't worry about it like i think like the 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 priest or whatever his excuses like are like the ashes from the fire like not good enough for you and like he like the task like they can tell they're being manipulated so that was like the first twist of like clearly the church is not on the up and up yeah, uh, we do find out they are for sure not on the up and up because they're taking meetings with like clearly the big bad, the Gus Fring of this opium operation in uh, in Nagasaki. Yeah. Um, and then we find out like this the uh, this Chinese uh, I'm I'm blanking on his name, but essentially the Chinese gang who badass. we thought was the badass, like you know, like the Just kicking everybody's ass. Yeah, like no one could touch him. Um, you know, who's clearly set up to be the foil of some regard and, like, the yeah. head of this opium ring. And he was actually there. Clearly, like, a, maybe he's a cop of some sort they allude to before, yeah. like, he gets dusted. Um, and, oh, man, the scene between the samurai, I'm blanking on his name, uh, and, like, this, tr- clearly this other revenger from, like, another part. Like, yeah, another group more, of some kind. You know, not as devout or, a, you know, whatever you want to call More flexible. It. More flexible. And, like, they really break down... The episode was a little clunky, as good as it was. Yeah. The in-between, the set-piece moments I found to be very, uh, kind of, you know, off their bearings a little bit. But you say. Um, but, like, the big moments were, like, just that dinner scene, you know, in the, sa- or the samurai guy kind of, like, just gets up. He's like, I've had too much to drink. Like, has to get out of that situation because oh. he knows there's something wrong. Yeah. I thought that was, that was really, really good. And just their back and forth on like you know killing is no different than people working you know, oh, it's called yes. a livelihood he makes the joke about like whoever came up the word livelihood was onto some onto something yeah they, yeah like, yeah they have these little moments of philosophy and i like, just about every episode and sometimes they're laid out very nice and easy but sometimes like they're you know thinkers like this one was it was it was a great episode man yeah really, yeah really i love i love the, the twist at the end this has been this has become a mainstay um i don't have much more to add though I think yeah. I want to focus my energy on how good Trigon was this week. I'll give it off I'll give it up to you again. I like I still think like my take is completely fucking valid. <laughs> but um I'll I will yeah, yeah. I'll I do give it up to you. This is like a legit good show. This is yeah. this is a good show. Um like I I'm more or less over the quote animation or no, I'm quote over it. But, like, sure. I still think, you know, it could have been better in 2D. But, anyway. Um, this is a good show, dude. It is a very good show. Um, the writing is really... Fa- and that's the thing, too. Like, I think this is... One could argue this is by far the best episode. Because, like, people are, like, actually talking to each other. It's not, like, assessing the situation and fighting and, like, running away. Like, it's not action sequences where it's kind of, like, you know, what is being said is important but kind of get thrown away in the mix yeah it's you know people are like they're learning and they're discovering and they're communicating and you know and you get to know the truly know these characters and kind of like you know vash's backstory um just so good and like you know the again there's still but the nice thing is there's still so much mystery for us to learn it's not like this was like the bomb and it's like okay now we're just gonna go back to like action things like there's still so much more to learn do you think... I think this might be a sequel. I, I remember saying I think this is like a one and done, but I could see this there being a follow-up to this. Oh, you mean like you think they... Are you asking if they do a second season? I think... Yeah. I, I Like just... Yeah. I think this episode definitely... If, if they only do 12 episodes, I think in four more it might be hard to like really wrap up what they're trying to tell. Are they only scheduled for 12? I believe so. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's difficult. So, you know, a couple 12-episode seasons, which is, you know, starting to become the norm, which I do like um, for, yeah. for some shows. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oof. Good it's, question. Um, such a good, good point. Yeah, man, I, I, I don't know much to add. I, I love the background story. I loved watching Young Vash. Like, it, it actually, you know... I watched it in the same day as I watched Vinland Saga. And, like, there's a lot of f- same flavors there, you know. And I think mm-hmm. we were watching Vash and starting to understand the rationale of why he is the way he is. We're mm-hmm. not there yet. And with Vinland Saga, like, we completely... We know why Thorfinn is the way he is. But it's like mm-hmm. he's figuring it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're kind of on his shoulder. Um, I don't know. I love those kinds of episodes where they go back. Yeah, and especially when you want to know, right? Like a lot of ep- or a lot of shows, like fucking my hero, will like give you the background story on a character you don't care about yet. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't need to know this, but we um, want we really we've spent so much time with the main character. I want to know what's making him tick. You know, and we got the the really good Wolf Wolfwood stuff or Wolf Blood, yeah Wolfwood, yeah Wolfwood um, Nicholas Wolfwood. We really got the good Nick stuff, and you know, honestly, like I know it sounds silly, but like I want to know what the reporter's deal is. I still am so hung up on like wh- what her true. Why you in this show? Why you here? Like we know why, but we don't. You know, like well, what I, are we I, doing I, here? I would just want a one to one with her and Bash. You know, a quiet moment. You know. Yeah, I want to know away from the bad guy. I don't know. It's. I want her to contribute to the story. Yeah. And yes. it's, you know what I mean? Because I think she can. No, know? me too. Yeah. It's just not clear what they have planned, but very strong. So good. And god damn, that OP. The OPs this season are out of control. Just about every single show I'm watching, Revenger, Trigun, uh, The Near, which we'll get to in a second. Then I love The Near. OP. See, I find Revenger almost too busy. Yeah, I like it. It's so weird. I love it. Uh, Near, or no, Trigun is in fact a banger. Absolutely. Like, on both ends. Will you admit yet? In the morning. Will you admit yet that the ED from Vinland Saga is just meant to make your soul cry and it's perfectly appropriate for this season yeah that i don't think that was the argument I think you just don't like it, it. Was like no i do like it i don't like that there's one section and when i see you sh- shortly oh right it's like a verse or a chorus there's the one little part like a it's like a vocal flourish that i just it, it annoys me and it's not just this song it's the thing you see in in, in other stuff you see it a lot a lot of you know an, anime centric interesting know, like j rock stuff or j pop but um yeah, I don't know. All right, fine, fair enough. We'll get into it. Um, if we yes. could safely play it on the pod, I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, speaking of near, you're caught up, episode five. I am caught up. Yeah, freshly. Uh, big episode. Uh, well, yeah. it feels like a big episode. Did you rather. watch? Did you watch episode four last week, or did you watch yeah, both? Yeah. No, I watched okay. episode four last week. So, like, okay. th- I will say, like, just openly, like, it's a little tricky because they had like what three weeks, four of hiatus. And now I'm trying to remember all that and then get right back into four and five, which are like clearly meant to be big episodes. Yeah. So that's a little irritating that they're, they have their schedule issues. Um, but yeah, what a peculiar one. We meet like an Adam and Eve. Yeah. Um, well, they show up at the end of three. Yeah. And yeah, there's a... Like, yeah, they can like make their that, getaway or whatever. Yeah, that was a weird one because he's sort of born mm-hmm. in front of us. Um but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I thought, um, I will say, it's funny just about the scheduling issues, because I thought this was among their strongest animation quality episode. 
Yeah, for, I saw a huge difference in, in four and five, and I really like what they did with the uh, the C or the three D or CG animation. Me too. I thought it did not look laughable like uh, the previous three episodes. Yeah, we meet a whole little village of uh, robots, like sentient yeah, robots okay. that are not one. violent, like these weird ones that we have met. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's it's the this whole Adam slash Eve thing is going to become very important. But I'm kind of on my seat, on the edge of my seat, waiting to see how that goes. Yeah, the um, like watching, the, you know, because I, I, you know, I watched these uh, earlier this evening. You know, I am excited that it's back, and I'm glad like they, they got through their woes, like in in the production side, because um, it is a cool story, and I think people should enjoy it. But as I watch these, you know, there's enough little stuff. I think people should just like play the game. You know, this is the good comparison with The Last of Us where I think both can stand on their own ground. Right. And I think by the end of this, this show, because not everyone's going to play that game. It, it is just weird enough to play it in a game. It will not click with most people. And like the style of game too. Mm. But taking a weird, I think a weird story in an animation can be more successful. I think to a bigger audience. Um, but I've like I've I've seen and I've done this, you know. Like it just nothing. I find myself getting so bored with every episode because you know everything that's going to happen. Like it's just not yeah, doing it, it just, for you. And like you know, like the like the conversations that are high, like the, I think the highlights are like the voice acting. I think everyone there's very good voice acting in yep. every episode so far. Um, but it's just like it's not. There's been no, like no flat out moment of like, oh, that is like a huge diversion. You know, and like this is where they're going to try and take it, or you know, go this way. So right, it's, it's um. So it's funny. Again, it almost sounds yeah. like the one to one adaptation for you is like it's so close. It's boring. Yeah, it just it feels boring. I think because like the story was so original and it was trying to do so many things. Watching that again, or experiencing it again, just does not have the fire. Interesting. You know? Are like, you just, are you bowing out? That's the big question. Is no. that blah to you? Yeah, it's pretty blah to me. But like, Damn. it's not bad. You know, like it, it's like I'm excited to like talk with you. I think I'll watch it just to have the conversation with you because like gotcha. there is obviously there's going to be some pretty great moments. You know, and, and and you know it's and there is there's like some redemption. You know, like the the scene like at the stage play. You know, when they're fighting off like the you know the the. Uh, the Little unique, robots that have yeah. lost it. Yeah. Yeah, like the. I'm sure, the there's queen, a name. The queen robot. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like that, like the animation on that was like, wow, like they actually made that like very, it's very believable in the world. And, this, and the action sequence between, you know, like 2B and 9S against that robot was exceptional. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so funny. The, I, I love the way, because they do this a lot in the game too, the way they, they draw the camera to <laughs> her, like from behind her, mm-hmm. but they purposely like angle it. So like, it's like, you're going to see like an underneath shot and then it cuts away. It's very like tongue in cheek, like the game uh, in, in that regard. That doesn't but, need uh, to be there, but no, I, but it's so to the world. I think it's, and I knew <laughs> it's so funny. I knew it was coming though. Cause I, I yeah. played like a couple hours of the game and I, that was yeah. like all throughout. And I was like, all right, it's whatever, man, it's fucking anime. You're going to do it anyway. Like, but yeah, all right. Uh, well put. I thought strong episode. I'm gonna keep yeah. up with it. Um, this is also probably a one off and not very long, right, Grant? Yeah, I I, I think they're gonna wrap. Like this Ten, twelve. Yeah, if they where they are now, at episode five, I think, I think just because you know, 
it's not really a spoiler. They're teasing it all in like the endings. Of, Careful. Like there's multiple. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Like the game is meant to be played over and over and over. Oh and over yes, and over I know. To that's get the true story. That, that's famous. It has like 27 or something, right? Endings. It's the alphabet, right? Like, oh so, yeah, like, it's yeah, like okay. the A ending, the H ending, and the E D R, and like you can tell the ending you're getting at the end of the episode within the episode title. Like is like there's the one letter kind yeah, of yeah. bracketed off. Um, you know, so like. <sighs> I think they're getting a lot of like the awkward stuff out of the way by f- playing around with those little endings. They're not going to have to do a huge chunk at the end of the season to like, you know, we're not going to see like the game replayed, you know, like they're, they're just like playing with it. So I think they're going to do like that one run or I, I can honestly see them like baiting and switching people at like the end. And like, there is going to be like a semi, you know, whether it's like a, like a fast forward kind of through like the story again okay okay don't tell me anymore i'm, I'm getting excited I'm, yeah so I'm, I'm i don't know curious I think, how they're gonna do it i think there's some fun stuff and that, i think that's probably at the end i want to see i love that stuff you know i love timeline things and no uh, i know yeah I know. i'm excited and, okay and that's the thing like you know i have been talking about like i am like kind of blah on it but yeah. i gotta see that moment that they are for sure gonna drop on everyone you know like they're not yeah because you're confident that like there's something yeah. big enough that like and they're already saying like in. Yoko Taro, like the creator of Nier, is already saying some stuff that's happened in this show. He's like, yeah, that's now officially canon to the main story now. Oh, okay. You know, like, but again, he's just, he's a weird cat, him there. Like, the Lily character, um, one of the, uh, one of the Resistance members, not in the, not in the game, and, like, they've kind of, like, looped that back, is he's now saying she is, something like that. One character I don't, I didn't recognize or remember, hmm. but, uh, yeah, yeah, so Nier, good to have it back. Yeah, dude. Okay, last one of the week. We've both watched the pilot of Elfin Lead, Elfin Lied. I looked up some uh, pronunciations. People argue about it, so... <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, 2004's Elfin Lead is what I'm going to go with. Um, Screams early 2000s, it's unreal. Yeah, I, so I saw this on r slash anime. Someone posted the first five minutes. It was like a front page post because like the first five minutes of the anime in the pilot is like hilariously violent um mm. and then you ask people about it and it's like i can't overstate this like it's about as rated r as anime gets like there's yeah decapitation there's nudity there's it's incredibly violent mm. um and i asked you about it and asked vivian about it and then between your answers and then what reddit had to say is like i just saw a lot of oh i tried to watch it and it was mm. too much yeah so was a lot <laughs> so i'm five episodes in yeah and I'm just just okay so you saw the pilot i i looked it up here because to see who it was made uh made by and when it's a 2004 and i see a lot of articles here oh it has aged badly you know what i mean like sure. i i know that some people i don't know if anyone ever said this is a must watch so much as it was like a definitive watch does that make sense i think it's on like it's on a lot of those like not all time, but like I think it's on like it's a notorious series. Yeah. In some regards, yeah. So it's it's an interesting one. Um, I I can definitely see the influence of other like psychological shows. Yeah, it screams Neon Genesis. Yeah, like there's a yeah. there's clearly a lot of influence there, and that's not a bad thing. I think nope. Neon Genesis has probably influenced a lot, <laughs> but I don't know if it's good. Really, I five five episodes in. You don't know? Well, Cause it's they not, just... It's, a, it's, a one, it's just 13 episodes, right? Yeah, they just reliably are doing some stuff that I don't want to... I don't know if I can give it away. 
they're just reliably doing some animeisms that I really don't like. Yeah. But like I'm happening in the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't love a lot of it, but but like there is a story here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just there is a it's not just all like kind of like wish-washy like it's no, all psychological it's... and like you're you're you know you're only really supposed to notice like one of the four things they're showing you and then somehow at the end it all comes together. Maybe. Yeah. I think it might want to be that. Okay. Does that and I'm not like being a dick, you know what I mean? Like no, but no, I will no. say like you know, I with Neon Genesis, you can't see the forest for all the trees, like, until the end. And even then, you still gotta, like, figure everything out. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, when you're in the middle of it, you don't really know that you're watching something amazing. I, I think I'm just a little bit unsure about... Like, Elton Lead is definitely not Neon Genesis. But, no. like... <laughs> no, it's not. But, you, you know what I mean? When I'm done this, I might be like, you know what? The, the way they cookie-crumbed it, it was great, but I'm not... I'm not there yet. What What about you? How do you? What did you think about the pilot? So, I agree, and I know you mentioned you read some articles. Like, there is some stuff that does, like just straight up does not age well. Oh um, yeah, and it's crazy to you know. Like, but that's like watching anything else, right? It's like a hundred percent. But it's it's one of those things where you know, like we're you know we're in our thirties, right? And you know we're not old, but like we're get at that age where we look back on something and it's like it was twenty years ago when something came out, right? Yeah, and we we were kids. And it's it's crazy. Like there's a scene in this in this first episode where they're setting up this like evil mercenary character, which who I'm ass- I'm assuming maybe he's like around for like one or two more episodes and he's gone. He gets iced, but he, they're in like this conference or not conference room. They're in like this lab or whatever, and some girl like goes to ask him a question, and like the way he spins around and like cuffs <laughs> the living, like literally, it's like probably slaps the life out of her, and, and just. Those like people don't make stuff like this anymore. Oh, yeah, like, you know, it was just so it was so glaring. And like again, like the violence and the nudity, like you know, it is, it's very much up there, and it's like you know a little concerning. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's I do like it. The thing that I'm I'm surprised by is the, the thing that I had heard about this show was like the animation quality was like. I was going, I don't know why, and this is not fair to the Elfin lead at all. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Ghost in the Shell, like, from what I had read, you know? Like, oh, the original, and I okay. Was like, and, you know, like, it, the, it just feels like there is some violence for the sake of violence. There's no nuance to, like, any of the killing. Yeah. And then you remind yourself, like, this, you know, again, this was made in, like, 2004, 2005 or whatever. So, like, you know, but, like, they were making some pretty good animation back then, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you look back to the 70s, they were doing, like, better stuff that looks like this, mm-hmm. you know? Or than this. So I think that was like kind of like my takeaway so far of kind of like disappointment unless like, oh sure I, you know, it's funny because yeah it it has some of that flavor but that's mm-hmm. not like its definitive look right like you could yeah. tell it like it again to probably took inspiration from the uh, aesthetic of Ghost in the Shell and maybe yeah. uh, obviously Neon Genesis but like it's it's still probably not on either of their levels no oh it, it's clearly not and. I don't know, like, you know, because this is, like, a hard one to lock down to watch, right? Like, you gotta, yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you know, got, yeah, kids in the house and all that. Yeah, you know, so, like, you gotta, <laughs> but no, but, like, literally, like, I don't think you can stream it, like, on any of the services. Like, it's either have a physical oh, copy that or, too. Like, yes, yes, yes. sale the seas there. So, you know, it's, I don't know if, like, there's various versions of the sub or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. It's just, you know, the audio or the voice acting has come such a long way 
from like you like you know <laughs> 20 years from then to now it, it is kind of jarring to go back to a show but then you go and you listen to neon genesis and it like blows you out of the water and you're like cowboy bebop dude cowboy bebop uh-huh. you know like shows have been doing it for a long time so like this just seems like one of those shows where i think it was put on a prestige pedestal that it might be on in some regard but so again a little not again this isn't like one of those shows that i've always wanted to watch you know yeah it just I've heard so much about it, so it's you know I'm I'm gonna check it out. If you're five in, and you're, are you gonna stick it out for the whole thirteen? Well, I was thinking to myself like I just I can't keep starting things. You know what I mean? If I want to like yeah. complete the like the right to having an opinion on them, yeah. Even sure. if my opinion is that like oh it's mid and then like I'm some some <laughs> douchebag giving a hot take, um, I still owe it to it to finish it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are things that I like in the show, um, but like. I, did, I definitely am guilty of that, right? Like, oh, if it's not, like, a fucking eight or above, it's like, oh, well, I'm only going to watch, you know, four out of 12 episodes. It doesn't seem fair. So, yeah, I mm. think I should finish this, and I got to get back to, uh, I got to get back to Summertime Render as well. I, yeah, that's funny, because if there's one show, that's why I thought you started watching this, because you were watching, I, I, I don't know why, in, in my head canon, I'd swear I had thought you had said you were reading something about Summertime Rendering, and Elf and Lead came up. I think and that I was watching this. Might have happened. Like, oh. I was like, "Man, like Dave's on it. Like this is I could see that." No, and that I think that did happen. I just okay. never finished Summertime yet. But uh, but it makes me want to go continue Summertime. I, I think I we, we would have to talk off mic there. But like I I personally think I would rather go jump into Summertime rendering, finish that, and then loop back to this. Yeah, of the two, I would probably recommend Summertime. Like if you had only time for one, I would recommend Summertime Render mm-hmm. for sure. Especially now that it's on Disney Plus. Um, just all this to say, Grant, you know, like we're talking about like, oh, I got to make time, got to make sure I finish this, got to make sure I finish that, right? Like, you know, I can barely commit to Summertime or Elfin Lead. We've completely forgotten about Tier Eternity and Tokyo Revengers. You know what I still don't miss every fucking week? What? Blue Lock, dude. Like, I, I have not missed a oh, moment yeah. of that yeah. episode, of that fucking show. Like, That's, keep an I eye on my top five for this year, because it legit might end up on my top five. I'm having so much fun. Damn it. I, I, it's, it's on the list of, like, stuff I gotta get to. And, yeah. Uh, but I, that's the thing, too, like, I, you know how when, you know, on the, uh, the anime subreddits there, they have, like, the discussion threads for, like, the new episode of each week or whatever? Yeah. And one came up, um, for To Your, to your Eternity. Yeah. And I just clicked on it, you know, and I, I didn't go down to the comments, because obviously I don't want, you mm-hmm. know, spoilers. But you can see, like, what the average reviews are. Like, there's, like, out of five. Like, oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I so I looked at all the episodes we missed, Dave. And, like, it's all in the high fours. <laughs> That's All funny. of it. And is the previous stuff in the threes? Uh, a lot of it is. But okay. then right around where we stopped, it jumps up interesting and it's like i but that's the thing like a lot of that i don't agree that that is like deserve it you know deserving of a, of a jump in that regard so it's um, yeah i i will get back to it we just gotta wrap up to this season it. i think yeah because it yeah we owe it to ourselves mm-hmm. and to the show okay um i think that's it for anime stuff and now we've got a we have a good question this week did yeah, you see it is, i did see it yeah from uh, listener Leanna, long-time listener, first-time questioner. Wow, thank you. We're flattered. Um, in your opinion, what are this generation's big three? Mm. So for reference, Grant, what are the big... Th- it was Naruto, One Piece, One Piece and, Bleach. and Bleach. Which I am uh, 400, 430 chapters into Bleach right now. 
I got about 200 and change left. Wow, good for you. You're yeah, a monster. I, uh, I am loving Bleach. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, in our opinion, what, what are this generation's top three? So this is tricky. Yeah, are by the way. Battle Shonen? Top three because you could you could parse this question up in a couple ways. Well, I think like they. Here's how I interpret it, and that's I'm glad you mentioned that because I interpret it like I think at that time when they were all airing, just collectively they were taking up the most space in anime. Period. Sure. And like, what's doing that today? That's mm-hmm. how I interpret that question. I think there's an obvious two. Okay, what's your obvious? Uh, I think Attack on Titan has to be on there. Yep. It's too big. One. And Demon Slayer being the other. Yeah. And the th- the only reason I'm iffy on Demon Slayer is, like, is it hasn't been around long enough. But when you look at its... Oh, the weight. When, well, yeah, the, the weight, weight of it. between how big season one was and then how big the movie went and then how successful season two was. And now they're doing another... Like, if, if they don't fumble the bag with mm. season three, like, assuming season three is good, and I don't think we have any reason to assume it's not... Then yeah, like they're they're reaching like generational status, right? Mm-hmm. Where kids, you know, kids are already going out on the other side of the world uh, for Halloween as Demon Slayers. Like, I think that's all I saw this year. Or yeah, you know what I mean. So, Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer. I still think my hero is really fucking big. Yeah. So, or is there something hero, obvious? My hero maybe like two, Hunter three Hunter? years ago. Yeah. No, definitely not. If you're looking back on shows, people would you know say that. I agree. One Piece arguably could still be holding the mantle. One Piece is so big still. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen would be like you know getting there, but I think that's more what you were saying about Demon not Slayer. Enough. Like, has it been around long enough? Yeah. But I think you know a lot of you know a lot of uh, hype from the first season and the movie. Yeah. People are very excited for the second season. If this um, was yeah. If you if we were asking this question a decade ago, I feel like Full Metal Alchemist absolutely would have been on the list, but it's just sure. way too far gone. Yeah, I know Sword Art Sword Art Online was really big. Mm-hmm. Should be a lot of isekais, people would say. But uh, no, I, I think uh, yeah, Rezero is not on there. It's great, but it's not. On yeah. There. Um. I yeah. I think, and it's safe, but it's also true. I think Demon Slayer. Um, Attack on Titan, One Piece, or My Hero, depending on who. Yeah, you right. I think I th- that would change depending on the people you talk to. But I I'm, think those are the four that would be fit into the three. That's a good question, or that's a that's a good take. I think maybe we should put this on the podcast Instagram at Part Time Otaku Podcast, and uh, we'll do like a poll or a questionnaire or something, and like send us your big three, mm-hmm. or tell us if you agree with us or if you don't, if you think we're out of our minds, because. Yeah. People love that Black Clover show, too. You know what's weird, though, dude? Is, like, I see it everywhere, and then I ask people, is it any good? And I always get it. It's not bad. Like, that's what I always get. Like, I don't... I haven't had someone be like, oh, dude, it's unreal. I've heard, like, the animation in that, like, does some... Some of the best, like... I've heard that, too. Like, action? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, Okay, I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Let's do bye. Um... Yes, it was. All right. Thank you for listening. Oh, Grant, I forgot to tell you. I will say this, okay? Um, some of you have followed the podcast. So, like, a very minor number of you. But I will note that we shot up from, like, zero to, like, ten reviews on uh, Spotify. Oh, thank so you very much, everyone. we appreciate the reviews. Now, I don't know who, any, who gave us anything less than a five, because we're at a sharp 4.9 right now. 
So someone's probably doing that to make me upset. <laughs> and we got to pitch for perfection, right? You got to bat a 300, or do you bowl a 300? How do scores work? Yeah. Anyway, um, but thank you for the reviews. We do appreciate it. If you are listening to this on Spotify, follow the show. It helps, uh, apparently, with the internet. You know how that works. Um, I think that's it. We will be back next week. And our, our, our schedule next week is going to be all over the place. We've got things coming up, right, Grant? Yeah, we've got a lot of things coming up. We may or may not cover Demon Slayer, um, like the whole Season 3 thing coming up. There's the Attack on Titan um, special one-hour premiere this weekend. Um, or, or just one-hour special. But I don't know. We'll see. But we're definitely going to cover that. And then The Mandalorian uh, starts tomorrow, I think. So when you're listening to this, Mandalorian Season 3 premiere will be out, and we will cover that. So whether it's a post-show or standalone episode... Still got Last of Us. Yeah, we're going to have to cover that. So we're, just keep an eye on... Again, this is why you should follow the show yeah, on Spotify and also at uh, on the Instagram. Okay. I've berated them enough. Grant, you may say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers. <laughs>